0: Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. So we had a listener write in and ask, can I get a divorce using a separation agreement? So before I answer this one question... As Sydney and I have said over and over again in the Q&As that we do here on the podcast, it is important to understand the laws of the state that you were in. So to answer this question, in the state of Florida, not to my knowledge. And the reason why I say this is because we have to look at, well, what is a separation agreement? So a separation agreement, by definition, is a formal acknowledgement that two spouses have agreed to separate but remain legally married. So it's a document listing the terms of the separation and the responsibilities of each spouse during their time apart. So in the state of Florida, and I will talk about the state of Florida because that's where I live and that's where I practice most uh, of the time. In the state of Florida, you are either married or you are not married. There is no legal separation. So there would be no separation agreement because the law does not acknowledge that. Now, you may live in a state, and whoever wrote this may live in a state where there is a separation, a legal separation. And so at that point, um, can you get a divorce using a separation agreement? I would think no, because of what a separation agreement is. It's a document listing the terms of the separation. It is not a document listing the terms of the divorce. It's one that lists the terms of the separation and the responsibilities of each spouse during their time apart. So it doesn't talk about, it doesn't say anything about a divorce. It's about the actual separation itself. Now, what I have seen in the state of Florida... Is I have seen what is referred to as a post agreement. So I think Sydney and I have probably talked about prenuptial agreements, and I'm sure a lot of people know what a prenuptial agreement is. A lot of people have heard that term, and that is an agreement that two people enter into prior to getting married that then lists the terms. Um, of what happens in the event that they get divorced and what are the responsibilities and the rights and the entitlements and so that's a prenuptial agreement it's prior to the nuptials being entered into but then there's a post-nuptial agreement that can be done any time in between the marriage and Somebody filing for divorce. And so what I have seen, I've seen where people during the course of a marriage or um, I guess where it's been most common is I have worked with therapists who have a husband and a wife in therapy working on their marriage. And so what the therapist does is the therapist has said, hey, while you're working on the marriage, why don't you go See Matthew and create an agreement that will help the two of you with, you know, list out in a contract the terms that you guys want to have so that this doesn't fall apart even more while we're working on putting it back together. So with that, let me just explain the different levels of relationship and why somebody may have a post nuptial agreement or even a separation agreement. So we've got to look at the different uh, stages of a relationship. The first stage of a relationship, of any relationship, is acquaintance. That's where two people meet they want to date, they want to hang out, it's the acquaintance level. Now, at that level, there are no rules, accountability, responsibility, or consequence. Everybody just makes up their own of who's going to pick up who, or are they going to meet, and then are they going to split the bill? Is one person going to pay? Like, how is that all being done? The second level of relationship is intimacy. So, fine, either they uh, get married or they start dating exclusively or seriously. Now, in that level, there still are, is no um, rights, entitlements, there's no accountability, no responsibility, no consequence. And so it's still whatever people make within the rules or the confines of their relationship. Um, and so now if people do get married, then there will be rights and entitlements, you know, for a, uh, when, when a divorce happens. And that is the third level. The third level is loss of intimacy. That's usually where I see everybody because I'm a mediator. And so I'm coming in when there is a loss of a relationship. Now in that third level, Just like acquaintance and intimacy, there's still no rules, accountability, responsibility, and consequence. People make up their own inside of their relationship. The problem, though, is when somebody says to somebody in the relationship, hey, this isn't working anymore, well, the problem there is there are no (laughs) rules, accountability, responsibility, and consequence. That could be a dangerous place to live because people... People have done some pretty crazy, pretty creative things to other people. But, you know, dangerous emotionally, psychologically, sometimes physically, monetarily. Um, And so to have um, an agreement where there are finally rules, accountability, responsibility, and consequence, that's a healthy place to transition to. And that is where I come into play As a mediator, because for the first time ever in somebody's relationship, they will then be transitioned out of those first three, which are all emotional. So, acquaintance, intimacy, and loss of intimacy, those are all an emotional relationship. To come to mediation and create an agreement, whether that's a separation agreement, a divorce agreement, mediation agreement, a postnuptial agreement. When you get that document, for the very first time in the relationship, there will be rules, accountability, responsibility, and consequence. And that can be a very healthy place to live. So again, in a separation agreement, that lists the terms of the separation and the responsibilities of each spouse during their time apart. So if we talk separation agreement and postnuptial agreement, because in my mind, they can be the the same it just depends on the rules of your state and it's important to know the rules of your state but for example i had uh, a therapist that sent me a husband and a wife and so what we did was we actually talked about okay who's going to be responsible for the kids on what day and so even though they were still living together What we did is we said, okay, who's picking the kids up from school? Who's doing dinner? Who's doing baths? And so what we did uh, for this particular couple was even though they were still living together, we did it like a time-sharing schedule where on Mondays and Tuesdays, dad, um, and and, and it's because this particular couple chose uh, their particular days. It just worked better for dad. Um, So Monday and Tuesday, dad would be responsible to pick up the kids from school He was responsible to help them with their homework. He was responsible to cook dinner. He was responsible to entertain them, get them ready for bed. Now, mom was there. She was in the home in the evening. They had dinner together. But it was dad's responsibility to take on that task. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, it was mom's responsibility um, now, the weekends, this particular couple decided that on the weekends, they would sort of just figure out, you know, on a case by case basis because the kids were in extracurricular activities. And, you know, they they both went. And so we didn't get into building it like, you know, an actual post agreement or separation agreement where we defined all the time sharing. But we did for these particular Monday through Thursdays, so that, number one, both of them got a flavor of, well, what's it going to look like in the real world if you don't pay attention to your marriage? If you actually get divorced, what would the time-sharing schedule actually look and feel like? And this also gave both of them a glimpse to, you know, for example, the husband worked outside of the home, full-time the mom had a part-time job but you know what dad actually got a glimpse and a taste of what is it like to have to leave work to go pick up the kids and what is it like to have to cook dinner for the kids and how do you balance home life and work life at the same time Um, and so that gives him a glimpse going if i don't pay attention to my marriage this is what life could look like huh and so um You know, then when it came to bills and expenses, who was paying what? Um, you know, one of their biggest problems, like most couples, is they were arguing over finances. Who's paying? Who's working? Who's contributing? And so what we did was... We created then a, an agreement where they were then going to divide everything on a pro rata basis. So what does that mean, pro rata? That means that um, they divided it on the percentages based on their incomes that they brought into the family. So unless they both made, let's just say, $50,000 each per year, under that scenario, they would contribute equally 50-50. But if dad brought in two-thirds of the money and mom brought in one-third of the money, well then that's how they would contribute. They would contribute to the bills and expenses based on what they were bringing in. Um, And so this particular couple then decided that they would divide Um, certain bills and so we talked about it you know whether, whether that was the mortgage whether that was food whether that was the kids extracurricular and so we got creative so that the two of them could create an agreement now when they were done they actually signed their agreement it was then legal and binding under contract law did they file it with the court no they did not file it with the court did they have to go in front of a judge? No, they did not have to go in front of the judge. This was just a contract for the two of them. Now, in their particular agreement, they actually put in there that in the event that they do end up going through with a divorce, they agree to adopt The terms of this agreement and incorporate that into a final agreement. Now, why is that important? That will help them keep the cost down and not have to argue about other things, all of these things that we negotiated now in a final divorce. So, if they do end up going through a divorce, we don't have to figure out the responsibility during the school year—we've already got that figured out. Dad's got Mondays and Tuesdays. Mom's got Wednesdays and Thursdays. At that point, all we're doing is then saying, "Okay, we're going to alternate weekends um, for holidays." Fine. That that they they said that they would never argue about that because, for example, you know, for Christmas, the father always did uh, Christmas and Christmas Eve. The mother. Uh, being with her culture, New Year's was always very, very important, not so much Christmas. And so, you know, um, neither of them cared about Thanksgiving itself. And so what we were looking at doing maybe on a long-term that we had discussed in this particular mediation was simply following the children's academic calendar and dividing up their breaks, not based on a religious preference or a particular holiday, but basically just dividing equally when the children are out of school, which makes it very, very simple. Um, They had already then agreed to how they were going to divide bills and expenses um, until they were divorced. Now, granted, once they actually get divorced, they're not dividing bills and expenses two-thirds, one-third. We're doing equitable distribution. But they also got to see, well, what would child support look like? is there any alimony? Is this an alimony case? If so, what would it maybe look like? And so they got a glimpse of what could potentially life look like if we do not pay attention. Um, And so that's where maybe a separation agreement is handy if you live in a state that does um, recognize a legal separation, maybe that can actually be incorporated into a final divorce decree if you put it in there. Um, will it automatically be incorporated? Probably not, because if you live in a state where there is a legal separation, Um, I don't know. You would have to check the laws of your state, but I don't know if just by default your separation agreement would be incorporated into it or if that was its own separate document and now you'll have to create your actual divorce decree or your mediation agreement if you're moving forward, um. And so that's up to you whether or not you want to build that into your separation agreement or your postnuptial agreement that in the event there's a divorce, the terms of this agreement will be incorporated. That definitely will help you not argue about those things later. Um, And so hopefully that explains to this particular listener that wrote in and said, can I get a divorce using a separation agreement? Hopefully that answers your question. Um, to whether or not you can use that as a divorce agreement. You, I believe you can probably incorporate terms if you put that in there. But separation agreement, if you live in a state that has separation agreements or a legal separation, probably a separation agreement is just that. Uh, just like a postnuptial agreement is just that. Um, it all depends on what is negotiated. So make sure that you're very clear with your communication with your mediator that's helping you create either your post-nuptial agreement um, or your separation agreement so that um, you can do more preventative maintenance and not have to do damage control at a later point in time. Occasionally, Sydney and I will be releasing Q&A bonus episodes where we will answer your questions and give you a personal shout out. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at That's info at iChat, I-C-H-A-T, Mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at imediating.com. .com call me at 561-262-9121 toll free at 877-822-1479 or email me at m.dirkman@ichatmediation.com at